Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you so much for being here today. This is episode number 15. I hope everyone enjoyed their weekend. I know I had a very busy weekend. My best friend got married. I know I talked about this in last week's episode. It was such an amazing weekend. We had so much fun at the wedding and all of the festivities. It was such a beautiful day. It actually rained the day before and the day after the wedding, so we really lucked out on the weather. It was so much fun to celebrate Jess and Taylor and the love that they have for each other. It was honestly such an amazing weekend. I had such a great time and we danced our faces off and it was just, it was amazing. So thank you guys again for having me in your special day. All right, so today's podcast, I have a very special guest. She is a general manager of three brands, she is a mom, a wife, and a great friend. Everyone, please welcome Sammy. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm excited. Nervous, be, but excited. Don't be nervous. It's it's so fun. Like I love podcasting with my friends and just shooting around ideas and thoughts. And yeah, so today's episode is going to be about dating older guys, being a mom, having your career, and just trying to balance everything out. So let's just kick it right off. Um, My first question for you is, how did you and your husband meet? Let's let's just dive right in. So it's actually a funny story. I used to work for a restaurant chain, Texas Roadhouse, and one of the server assistant's parents introduced us and said, you know, hey, Ryan... Our son's boss is beautiful, like you should reach out to her. And I was at a concert with one of my friends, Rebecca, and I got a message from some random, in my mind, kind of old guy. Sorry, babe, (laughs) I love you. And I was like, who is this guy? I don't know who he is, but he was friends with my sister. So we had mutual friends on Facebook, and I was like, oh, weird. But I was having a grand old time at Sam Hunt, so I didn't answer. (laughs) The next morning, my sister was working in the bar, and I'm like, who is this guy? Why is he messaging me? And she was like, I don't know. That's one of, you know, my daughter's friends, parents. So I was like, oh. She goes, he's harmless. He's so nice. Like, say something back. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. So then I sent him a picture of my sister. And I was like, Amy says hi. (laughs) That was your first message. Yep. That was my, like, response to his hey. Uh Like, oh, she says hi. And then we have been inseparable ever since. We started talking and it was like. That giddy little love, like when you're young and you can't get off the phone at night and you do like those eight hour phone calls, like middle yes. school, it was that like so nonstop. Cute. And then we met face to face and it was just like, that's it. We're good. Like done deal. Wow. That's awesome. So do you remember how long you guys were like talking before you actually met? So he actually brought his son in for dinner to like officially meet face to face, but it wasn't like a date because I was managing and running around. So I just kind of got to say hi a couple times and it was really awkward because I just didn't know what to do. Right. I was like, oh, hi, got to go do my job. Okay, bye. And then we really didn't get to hang out. We met at the end of June and then I went on vacation to Michigan and then we went on our first date and then we started dating July 10th. 
So wow. yeah, only a couple of weeks went by before yeah. he snagged me as a, his official girlfriend. Oh, that's so cute though. Yeah, he was cute. Wow. So that's like a that's like a cool story and a background also. You guys have like a little bit of an age gap, correct? Nine years. Nine yeah. years. And that's, I feel like that's so fair. Like you guys are at a stage where it's like 30s, 40s. Like I feel like in my eyes, I think that's fair. It's tough. Like we were talking about earlier when you're like, you know, say 2019, you're dating like a, a, a 30 year old yeah, or something. Absolutely. That's when it gets tricky. And I've had... My grandparents actually were 18 years apart. My best friend's parents were 18 years apart. And that's when it gets tricky because it's like, it's almost 20 years. Yeah. So that can be a little hard. And I feel like, um, you know, if you guys click and and it's easy, then why not? And I always joke, like men mature a lot slower than women do. So it kind of just works out perfectly because I'm on the younger end. And so we're kind of like at the same maturity level. Exactly. I'll give him, you know, that much credit. I'll I'll say we're the same. (laughs) Might not always be true, but I'll I'll, I'll say it. I feel like that's true. And also just like the maturity level. And then I feel like, I don't know, I feel like... A lot of women always go for older guys. Like, it's just, it's a normal thing to do. Yeah. I mean, some girls, like younger guys, I personally don't because I feel like they're way too immature and they're just like Amen. little fuck boys. <laughs> yep. But, I mean, I've always dated older guys for the most part. Like, me and Tyler are two years apart. That's not really that big of an age gap, but... I've definitely been in relationships with guys that are, you know, 10 years older. I did this one guy for like a very, very short time that was 13 years older, which was pushing it a little bit because <laughs> I was like, we're just, we're just in totally different yeah. like paths in our lives. And I think that's the most important thing is like being on the same wavelength, making sure you guys have the same goals and just like really opening up to like what you want because say... You know, if you wanted one thing and Ryan wanted a completely different thing, like you guys wanted like the same thing and you have a beautiful one-year-old baby together. Yeah, she's so cute. And she's, she's the cutest. And we're one day and God, 28 years apart, yep. but she's Birthday the day before almost. me. Yeah. Which is super fun. But yeah, so kids is also another layer to this and just you know if you date someone with a child like I've definitely experienced that and I know you have too like Ryan has children and then you have um, AJ and that's definitely something that you know when you are dating something to you know take into consideration like just the boundaries and the priorities and stuff like that so what would you say would be like was like the hardest struggle of, you know, dating someone with children and like just that in general. So the hardest struggle sometimes is like the biggest blessing. So, you know, the attraction to an older man was the fact that like he was such a good dad. Yeah. He would glow when he talked about his kids. So for me, like knowing that I have a child that isn't his, like knowing how much he can love his own kids gave me hope of like how much he could love a kid that's not his. Yeah. So seeing how he interacted with his children, like I really loved seeing, you know, his excitement talking about, you know, his son's football and his daughter's dance and how proud he was of their accomplishments for all those things was just such a huge attraction. And then, you know, taking a couple steps to get closer to his kids on a friendship level for me was just 
letting them know like I even said it in my vows that I vow to remember that you loved him first he, that you know he was yours first you deserve to have that one-on-one time and so the balance of constantly understanding that you know I had a life before him and he had a life before me and not being jealous about the lives that we've had before each other but coming together as a team and making sure you know hey have you had one-on-one time with Adriana like go do a girl's day with her you know that yeah. I was it was me and her for so long right and making sure that he has time with his kids you know whether it's riding around in a Mustang or working on cars with his son or, you know, going for ice cream with his daughter mm-hmm. just to make sure that there's still that one-on-one connection because it's so important that the kids don't feel left to the wayside I when you start that. like a new family. Right, right. That's so important. And I think boundaries and setting those, you know, little date days or whatever, I think that's that's awesome. Well, it's transparency too and making sure that the kids know that they can be honest and right. sometimes it's easier for the kids to come talk to me about something because yeah. I'm not mom and I'm not dad. Right. And so I can kind of help. I know what triggers Ryan. Right. And I can kind of help navigate like, okay, this is how we need to talk about this situation. And this way, you know, like nobody gets upset or offended. And, mm-hmm. you know, he does the same thing with Adriana. Like I'm super hard on her. Harder than I should be, I think, because I just want her to be such a good person. And she is such a good person. She's right. so great. But I just go off the handle really quick. And Ryan's really good at like reeling me in like okay like she's seven it's all good (laughs) I'm like no I know yeah and I've dated guys with children too and I understand like the you have to be very flexible that's like I think a great word to describe when you are dating someone with children and just understanding like you probably won't be first and just understanding that they need time with their children alone like you're saying and um so how long do you think it was until you met the kids? Like, I know you said on the first date, like, did was it a while till you guys met? Or, like, how did that... So, we did not do this in traditional fashion. And this is kind of somewhere where I think that had we gone a little slower may have been better for the kids. Um, Adri was three, so she didn't really mm. completely understand what was going on. Right. His kids are a little older, a lot older, so it's a different dynamic and... They, he had recently been divorced for about a year. So that that wound was still really fresh. So True. they met me very quickly. His son met me right off the bat. Um, and then his daughter met me the day before we actually became official. Mm-hmm. But we had all been on FaceTime so much but when I was gone oh, in yeah. Michigan. So That's the nice. connections of like him knowing my sister and my niece was friends with his daughter. So it wasn't... Like I was a, I was a stranger to them, but they knew right. that I wasn't a serial killer because yes. they knew some of my family. I knew yeah. who they were. And there was all these FaceTime conversations where, you know, Adriana told Ryan, like, I want you to win me a unicorn because they were in Old Orchard at some like carnival type game thing. And him, his kids, some of his kids' friends played like the little water gun game to like pop the balloon. Yeah, yeah. And they won her a unicorn. So like the Aww. first time she met him face to face. They gave her the unicorn. So, like, for her, like, that was the greatest, like, start off of all time. But, again, with kids, it's, I think if I had a do-over, I would have taken more time to put myself around them. Because I think that mm-hmm. they still were healing. And I think that they needed that time. And him and I were a little selfish because we were so excited because we were already falling so fast. Right. And once we, like, connected and were together, like... Not that I moved in right away, but I slept there a lot. Yep. I was around a ton. So for a kid who's 
still getting used to, you know, their parents not being together. Like, that's a lot to take in, especially Definitely. in the home that they grew up in with the memories that are of their other parents. Like, that's a sensitive topic. Definitely. So being mindful of that, I think I would have slowed down for them, not because we needed to, but it was the right thing to do for them. Definitely. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, you always look back at things and you're like, oh, what could I have done differently? And yeah. and that's just like a learning process. And and it's hard because when you're in that situation, you're 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 falling in love and you're getting to so know excited. someone. And it's so, it is so exciting. So I totally get like it was hard to like even look back and think like like slow things down. Yeah. Because I've definitely done that. Like we've all been in relationships where we're like, oh my god, like this is like you're on that high mm-hmm. of just like, oh my god, this is so good and like. I really like this person and I'm falling in love and it's it's so hard to like really slow it down. So I totally get how that he can checked be hard. all my boxes like right away. It was like, you yeah. know, he was thoughtful, he I'm caffeine addicted, so like <laughs> he would bring me coffees every day to work. Like when yeah. I was working a long shift or the weight of my heart is through my stomach and he'd bring me steak and cheeses so I didn't have to eat the restaurant food that I was used to being so like he would just kinda like go the extra mile, just anything to see me, even if it was for five minutes. So like the thoughtfulness stuff, you know, he was a great dad that checked that box. Like knowing someone can parent when you have a kid is a huge thing. Like you don't want to bring your kid around someone who hates children. Like, and not knowing, like if you have kids, you typically don't hate them. So (laughs) you typically love kids if you have kids. Right. So that's so fair. And I love that you guys have little Olivia and like, I'm sure that was like, a time to like talk about and like think about and like you know you had a child he has kids and like bringing up you know a kid together and like yeah how was just like talking about that and realizing like he he obviously wanted a kid you guys you wanted another child right so that was one of like our first conversations because knowing the age gap yeah I'm a very transparent person like what you see is what you get love it but I don't settle either so I wanted to make sure that we were on the same page and that we wanted the same things. And so I was like, you know, I already have a kid and I kind of worded it almost like I didn't want more kids because I didn't want to sway his decision because that always makes me nervous too. Right. And he was like, you know, I never thought I was done having kids. So like I would like if we, if I were to get remarried again, like I would love to have more kids. And then he kind of like spun it like, would you want more kids? And I was like, I do, but I don't mm-hmm. want, like, a lot more. Because, like, say you, right, know, you and right. I were to kind of, like, go down that road that there's three of us, three mm-hmm. kids already total, and then him and I, and then, you know, you add one more. That's one for each hand type of thing. Like, <laughs> I'm good. We're maxed out if we're going to do another one, and we're maxed out at four. <laughs> Luckily, Olivia was not a twin. <laughs> Five. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, yeah. No. Four is perfect. I always said when I was younger... I would either have two or four. I don't want three, and I don't only want one. Nope. Like, I have to have even. For me, it was, like, the missing puzzle piece to kind of connect the blended family. Like, you know, you guys, the three of them may be step-siblings, but then to have, like, one of our own to connect him and I, but connect the kids, too. And, you know, her older brother, watching the two of them together melts my whole entire heart because, like, that kid is her hero. Like, Olivia loves her brother. She will pick him out of a crowd before me, before Ryan, like, goes right for her brother. That's so sweet. Yeah, you guys have a beautiful family, and and I love the story because it's different, it's unique, it's your guys' story. Mm -hmm. And with the age gap, I feel like a lot of people, you know, some people might be like, oh, like, I'm sure you've gotten judged. Like, 
oh, well, he's nine years older, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's so much old. And it's like, you know what? That's my guy. Like, so tell me, like, did did anyone, like, I don't know, did you ever have any struggles with people throwing their opinions at you? There were some concerns, um, and I think the concerns came from good places. I don't think it was anybody trying to be judgmental about the age difference. I think it was more so being concerned about the circumstances. So he was recently divorced. It had only been about a year and not to describe myself as like the shiny new toy, but like, you know, a younger woman, you right, know, right. maybe that was like a rebound thing for him. So a lot of people were concerned on like from my side of for things, your like side, were yeah. concerned that, you know, he was, I was just a rebound and that it, I was going to get my heart broken and I was going to, you know, think all these things and want all these things and he wasn't going to want the same thing in return. Right. So a lot of people were concerned about that. Uh, when it came to my parents, though, they actually have a 10-year gap. Okay, so similar. Very similar. And when my mom met him, she was like, this is going to be my son-in-law. I love him. Aww. And I was like, okay, you met him once. It's been like a month. Relax. Right, right. Even though, like, I knew in my heart of hearts, like, that's who I was going to, I was meant to be with. I was going to marry him. Like, I just knew. But, like, to hear her say it, I was like, all right, calm down, lady. Like, just chill. <laughs> My dad had met, not met him. So my dad lives in New Jersey. He had not met him until, I don't know, we've probably been dating for like three or four months. Uh-huh. And we went to dinner, hung out, whatever. And afterwards, he, when Ryan was gone, was like, I noticed such a change in you. Like you're grounded. You seem oh. happy. There's like this light around you. Mm-hmm. Because I was hot-headed. I have a temper. I'm Italian. I'm crazy. Oh. Like loud. And he just kind of evened me out. He's yeah, enough laid totally. back to my craziness that it like just kind of evened the tone and not that it settled me down, but like just grounded me. Balanced you. Yeah. yeah. And I love that because I feel like a lot of my friends are like the same way. It's like one of them is more like extrovert and the other one's more introvert and they really balance each mm-hmm. other out. I think you and Ryan do that perfectly. Yeah. Like he's... He's really each other very well. Yeah, he's very chill and like laid back and just kind of go with the flow and I need and like I love, a to do list. <laughs> and I love your energy because I'm very, you know, fucking <laughs> high energy all the time, which is sometimes a little overwhelming. Which, you know, Tyler's really high energy too, so I'm yeah. surprised. I think sometimes we even each other out because like I'll be like really high energy and he'll be like a little bit lower or vice versa and then we just like being around you guys ever I've never seen you both like super hyper super like I think you guys kind of like without knowing take turns on whose turn it is to kind of be like the rowdy like let's go right right it's it's so funny but I feel like it all works out you know like it just it just does so I wanted to get into my you know my story I guess you could say of like dating my ex so we were 10 years apart and, you know, he had children previous. Um, and so, you know, kind of similar to your story, he was going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that was all very, very difficult to, you know, go through and process. And I was 25 at the time. So I had dated guys with kids previous to that. So I like kind of understood the dynamic and like my mom was actually a really great advocate and just like kind of understanding like she her parents got uh, divorced when she was younger so she could kind of like 
you know, voice her, your, her opinions and just like being like, Janae, you know, you'll never be first and just like understanding all of the stuff that goes into, you know, dating a man with children. And I feel like really great advice is just like being patient, knowing that, you know, you can't overstep your boundaries and just like really like understanding like that person has a past and you know their kids are always going to be you know first if something happens like he's out the door and like so I feel like that that part of it was definitely hard to grasp but you know after a while I got really used to it and like I never ever met his kids while we were dating actually so that was like another thing that I never got to experience you know how you were saying Ryan was so like loving towards his children and you know I I was always on like the phone with him when they were like around but I never met them face to face Mm -hmm. So it was really a very crazy dynamic, but, and I feel like that's a huge factor in just oh, like absolutely. You have being to patient. be patient and you have to understand that it's not always going to be about what you need. Like you said, like yes. you have to come first and right. you know, I look back on relationships previous to Ryan when I had just AJ and myself in one of my relationships, you know. He was younger, but he was so good with her, mm-hmm. and he understood that she came first, and I was really lucky that, you know, especially now with Ryan, like, I have somebody who understands that, and yes. who advocates for her. Like, right. the big thing is advocating for the children, so, like, I advocate for his kids, and he advocates for AJ, and it, having that understanding and that mutual agreement of they need like their opinions matter and sometimes that's a struggle and sometimes you know we have to remind each other like hey take a step back Mm. really think about it take yourself out of your own shoes and put yourself in their shoes and be empathetic and try and figure out where they're coming from because again you know with teenagers you have hormones and I mean my parents are divorced and I'm 32 and I still there's not a day that goes by where I don't wish that they were together like and I'm a grown-ass adult same yeah So of course you know these kids from these blended families are there's going to be times where they miss that and maybe mm-hmm. it's every day and maybe it's not, but to make sure they understand that they're in a safe home that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to protect them with my life, whether they're my blood or they're not 100%. because I love them just as much as I love my own kid. Right. So just building that trust and earning that trust because it's not given, you have to earn it and it takes time and it doesn't, Yes. you have to continuously build it. You can't just expect it to like earn it once and then they're just going to trust you forever. Like it has to be a continuous build mm-hmm. up. That's excuse me. That's actually really good advice. Just like being patient with the trust because that's a huge thing. It took me years to like completely trust my stepdad. Really, mm-hmm. like I didn't like him for a little bit, and I just was like very reluctant and very like pushback and like I don't want to get to know him. Like I don't really want him like all up in my grill. Like I was very very reluctant of him. But then it's like you know you you're with this person for a very very long time years and years and years and and over time I felt like that trust was built but it definitely did not come overnight and so I can I can like relate to that in so many different ways lucky to have or I am lucky to have like the best role model in step parenting like my stepdad is the best parent the best step parent like he never tried to like overstep my dad yes and he never tried to he never talked down about my dad he always talked positively about my dad and that's really important too I think you know I that is I now have a great relationship with Ryan's ex which and I'm that's sure awesome. people think is like weird but you no. know Adriana you know her dad like I have a great relationship with his girlfriend and I think it's important that the kids feel like they're surrounded by people that can all get along and all love each other because right at the end of the day like 
I may not be connected to her through marriage, but I'm connected to her through her children. And it's important that I respect how she is as a mom. It's important that I acknowledge her as their mother. And it's important Definitely. that I, I follow her rules type of thing. Like, right. the rules should be the same at house each house to make it easier yeah. for the kids. And, like, she's such a great mom. And she's very involved. And she loves her kids to the end of the earth. Like, mm-hmm. she's a fantastic mom. So, like, supporting her in her parenting is huge. Yeah. That's awesome. You guys can all co-parent together. Like, yeah. that is so important. And I know so many of my friends do the same thing. Doesn't know? always happen right away. Like, right. that's another thing that you have to build, too. Like, I have yeah. no negative things to say on either side with Adriana's dad nor anything like that. But it's it takes time. It's a different relationship to build. And it's, right. it's a lot of work that gets put into it. Yeah. A lot of effort on all parts. I'm sure. I mean, it definitely is. It's a... Uh, it's a, a hard thing to navigate, but I feel like you guys are doing it very, very well. We're getting like, there. We're not perfect, no, but we're getting there. <laughs> you know, and nobody is. I say that all the time. I'm like, you know what? You just do the best that you can, and that's mm-hmm. that's all you can do, you know? Yeah. Let's get back into the dating with um, kids and just, like, dating men that are older. So were you always open to dating someone with kids? And that someone that's older, like... I was always open to dating older. Um, when I was a freshman, I dated a senior. My mom did not love that. <laughs> that stressed her out. Um, but, I mean, he was a great kid. He was not... Yeah. It wasn't like that awkward, raunchy type of relationship where, like, a senior right. trying to take advantage of a freshman. He's super respectful. I actually still talk to him. We're still friends. Awesome. Like He's great. He supports our kids' fundraisers. Like, anytime they do fundraisers, I'm Aww. like, hey, you want to buy pasta from AJ or get this from, you know, Ryan's kids from their fundraisers? And he, I like the joke, like, he's like a weird uncle almost, like, that they've never met. That's but, so funny. No, so, like, he was great. And then... I dated a couple older guys throughout, but nobody is significant of the age difference as Ryan. Gotcha. Yeah. And as far as, like, dating somebody with kids, I mean, before I had Adriana, I was 24. Uh-huh. And anybody I dated didn't have kids, but I wasn't yeah. opposed to it because I've always loved kids. And I didn't think I was going to be able to have kids. Um, so, I think for me, I was more open to dating somebody with kids yeah, because totally. I wanted to fill a void that I didn't think I was going to ever be able to have. Mm-hmm. So I just never got an opportunity or never met anybody with kids prior right, to right. having Adriana. So Gotcha. Yeah, I feel like I've definitely dated a decent amount with kids. And I was always, same thing, I was always open because I was like, you know what? They, you know, they're going to be hopefully a great dad. And just like you were saying, like, they have that great role model. And just like, I feel like it's... It's never a bad thing as long as, you know, you're op- you're open-minded. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to be open-minded and just, like, understand all of the dynamics that go into, you know, someone that you're dating having a kid. And just, like, I would say just being, like, transparent and just understanding, you It's know? a nice cheat sheet, too, because, like, you get yeah. to experience how they parent before you have a kid with them. That's so it's like, true. ooh, if you suck as a parent, like, I'm going to dip. Like, I got to go. <laughs> In my situation, it worked out great because, you know, Ryan's a great dad. So, it was yeah, like, I had totally full is. confidence that I could have a kid with him and that mm-hmm. we could parent together and that it would be a beautiful thing. Right. So, Definitely. I got a nice little, you know, peek into what was <laughs> ahead. And I didn't have to run for the hills because it was great. I love that. That's amazing. All right. So, we're going to switch gears a little bit here. I wanted to get into being a mom in your career journey and just, like, all of that because I know... Um, you know, when you had Olivia, you kind of just want to get right back into work and just like kind of, I think that you are a great advocate for like, 
you know, kind of inspiring others to be like, you know what, you can do a career and like move forward in your career, but also be an amazing parent. So let's get into that. Let's just kind of bring everyone up to speed on like your career journey. So I was a service manager with the Texas Roadhouse for a long time and I had Adriana while I worked there and with her, it was hard because at that point I was a single parent. So I was Mm -hmm. working 50, 60 hour work weeks trying to navigate being 25 and having a child, which that's a lot. was scary. Right. But I had the best mentor in my building, my boss Andy at the time. He was somebody who I consider family. My kids call him Grandpa Green. Like, as a, he's not that old, but like just as a joke. Um, <laughs> and he just was always in my ear about how much faith he had in me and that I could do it and that no matter what happened, like... He believed in me and he was going to stand by my side like he wouldn't throw me to the wolves. Right. And there was a lot of blood, tears, and sweat that went into running a restaurant with him on a lot of hours. The hardest part with, you know, working so many hours was concerns on where's my baby. Mm-hmm. So my mom, the godsend, she took her every weekend, a lot of overnights because as a restaurant manager, you know, sometimes you don't leave until one, two o'clock in the morning. Right. Sometimes you have to help close dish. And so you're there till three o'clock in the morning and then you're back at 10 o'clock the next time. So to pick her up, put her in a car seat, bring her home just was not what I thought was in her best interest right. as a baby. My mom was super helpful on the weekends. Her dad and I coordinated to make it so that we always had different days off. So it minimized babysitters needed throughout the week and knowing that my mom and his parents were great about it too, like helping cover for busy weekends was fantastic. I got to the point where I wanted more for her Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be better for her. And not that I felt stuck because I had a lot of great opportunities with the Roadhouse. I loved my boss. Like it was the hardest like I want to say breakup because like I felt like I was breaking up with the restaurant because I just felt so bad but when she was at an age where she needed to do like pre-k and preschool and like all that stuff I felt that she deserved to have those things even though they're not required by the state but I wanted her to excel and she'd never been to daycare so I wanted to make sure before she really hit school age like she was developed and knew how to be around kids and it was a hard decision but I ended up bouncing from the roadhouse to another company called the friendly toast and i started off as like a front of house manager for them and then became a general manager so being a general manager i was super excited for that career opportunity because i was like wow like look at me big things like this is my store like i was all excited yeah and it was hard and i felt like i was failing as a mom i felt like i was failing as a boss because i didn't feel like i could do both And I didn't have an Andy to be in my ear all the time like, I believe in you, I have faith in you, I have this in you. And so all I heard in the back of my head was, I couldn't do it, I couldn't do it, I couldn't do it. Funny enough, you know, a little while into my journey at the Toast, Tyler started working there. And I had been friends with him so long. And so, like, he kind of took over, like, that Jimmy Cricket in my ear, like, you got this, you're good. But he was also, like, my biggest advocate for making sure that I had work-life balance, which I was really bad at. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I deserved to have time off. But when I was at work, I felt like I needed to be with my daughter. And I just was very conflicted. But I knew that I had to do what was right for my kid before doing what was right for me. I used to always use, like, you know, I need to make sure her bucket's full. And if her bucket overflows, it will help fill mine. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily feel that way anymore. I think that my thinking was a little backwards. Because no matter what 
she was loved, she was fed, right. she was clothed, she was surrounded by people that loved her, and I wanted her to feel empowered that like her mom could do great things. Yeah. So, I you know, that. fast forward a little bit more into my journey at the toast. Now I met Ryan. Okay, oh no, so I met Ryan before that. Sorry. Whoa. Before I met what? him at the Texas Roadhouse. He had introduced me to somebody that he used to work with. Okay. And they ended up bringing me on to a different company, which was a nine to five. I could get her ready for school. I could put her to bed every night. I never had the luxury of nighttime, like bedtime bath and stories. Like I had it my two days off. But other than that, like I never had that luxury with her. And I didn't feel like it was Ryan's responsibility on like my days with her to do that. That that was my job. Right. And I wanted that time. So the introduction that he had given me was fantastic. It's with a company that I'm with now. I've been there for like three years and I was doing sales and customer service. I get pregnant with Olivia after our wedding and I remember calling my boss and I was crying because our dog had just died. Oh. Adriana had double pneumonia and then I took a pregnancy test. So it was like the world was exploding but then it was like the most exciting Exciting. news ever. But then I started panicking because I was like, oh crap. I'm going to have a baby and I'm the only sales customer service person. What are we going to do? And so I was really worried about work. Luckily, I think a big advice point that I would give to any parent, mom or dad, is work for a company who believes in who you are as a person, not just an employee. I love that. Because if you're a parent, and even if you're not a parent, like there's still hobbies, there's still things that you thrive off of in the outside world and that needs to be just as important to them. Mm-hmm. as it is to you because if they can help you fulfill like your outside world your work world you will do nothing but give them great results that's so true so they were that. so excited they were like whatever you need you let us know like they were awesome fast forward to like covid now they put us all at home remote and i was like how am i gonna do this like right. at home schooling with my at that point six-year-old full-blown pregnant because i was due in june i was like this is awful a oh uh, chaotic house. We have like a thousand dogs. You know, my husband's kids were there. He was there. And it was just like constant chaos. And I was able to figure it out. And then I made it happen. Yeah. We all did. I mean, I feel like everybody did. It was Definitely. a hard time to navigate through. It really was. And then I ended up having Olivia set up that, you know, like my maternity leave was only going to be like a certain amount of time. And she was just so easy. Like, mm-hmm. labor and delivery. We were in the hospital and out within 24 hours. Oh, my God. Like, That's because impressive. of COVID, they were like, right. get out. Yeah. And I was like, They're okay, like... peace. No problem. Adriana was in the NICU, so it was a very different experience. So this was, like, just so easy, so laid back. And Olivia right. has continued to be so easy and laid back. She's like, Two she's weeks after having so her, I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> this is awful. Like, she sleeps all day. She's so easy. Everybody was already working remote. So I was like, Right, right. We're a very small company. It's a family run business. So, like, I have personal enjoyment in like knowing that things are being taken care of and that, you know, people at work are doing well. And right. because it was COVID, we did furlough some employees. So I knew that, you know, my bosses had taken on a lot with taking on my roles and responsibilities on top of mm-hmm. other people's work that they had taken on. Mm-hmm. And I knew. That some of them were stressed and I like felt guilty knowing that I was like bored at home with a two-week-old baby who's literally slept all the time. <laughs> so I called my boss and I was like, I'm ready to come back. And she was so appreciative, so excited. Like, oh. 
I think that it's give and take. Like, appreciate them and they appreciate you and vice versa. And yeah, I think that really showed them the type of employee that I was because I right. didn't want to take advantage. Like, I wanted to help. I wanted to be in it with everybody. And that, I think, in itself kind of opened up my opportunity to give them the idea of me as general manager. Mm-hmm. So sales obviously dropped in a lot of companies, ours being one of them. One of our companies, they dropped a lot, and the other one, like, skyrocketed. We have an Amazon business, and that just, like, oh, yeah. crazy sales Boom. through the roof because all anybody did was shop on Amazon during right. COVID because what else was there to do? Yeah. They ended up deciding that, you know, things were slowing down, but the staff needed more, and so they asked me if I wanted to be a general manager. And I was like, um, what does that mean? Right. And you so they kind of, the like, details. explained it because, again, you know, they knew that my, right off the bat when I interviewed with them, that, you know, my biggest focus was my kid. But 100%. I still wanted to build a career. Yeah. So, like, having that balance. And I, like, I, I she was a single mom growing up, too, with her children in, in this position. And so she knew exactly where I was coming from. She understood, yeah. And she understood. And, you know, they were just so understanding. And they're like, we think you're great for it. Like, you know, if you want to stay at home, you can stay at home. If you want to be in the office, you can be in the office. And... We're all still at home for the most part right now, like the salespeople are. Right. I think there's like four of us that are still at home. And then they were just like, you know, we, we think you can do it. Mm-hmm. Rewind a little bit back to one of my first reviews with, so I, I always say like I have two bosses. So there's the owner, CEO, he's amazing. And then his wife was like the general manager and she's phenomenal too. So they're both great. He would, I would have like struggle talking to him because... I just, I couldn't understand where he was coming from and it was just somebody else I feel like who had so much faith in me but I was uncomfortable because I didn't like know him and he already had so much faith in me. I'm like, how do you have this much faith in me? Like, you're crazy. Like, you don't know me. And he slowly started to like build me up again from like where I had Andy, you know, previous years at the Roadhouse and then I didn't really have that at the Toast. So like having that again was really nice to have someone like really push me and like try and push me to my limits mm-hmm. but it was like so exciting and I remember writing them an email after I had said yes to being general manager about like it feels so good to have somebody that pushes you to be better that believes in you but understands that like your life comes first I'm not a yes. number I'm a human and that's huge that's huge but that's like awesome. to all the moms who like struggle with you know well, my kid, and I don't want to miss this, and I don't want to miss that. Like, no parent wants to miss anything, but, like, right. you deserve to matter. I'm not saying you need to matter more than your kid, but you need to find balance of filling your own cup, whether that's professionally, whether that's with a hobby, whether that's an activity that you like to do once in a while, like go to concerts, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But if you're a single mom, you know, you need a village to help you do that. Yes. But if you're married, like, your spouse needs to support you in that. Mm -hmm. So the second I got this promotion, I was super excited because for me, it opened up like my eyes to like the sky's the limit, you know, general manager, you know, what can happen next year? What can happen five years from now? What can happen 10 years from now? Because I want to grow with this company that's growing fast. Like I want to, I don't want to stay where I am. Like I want to excel. You want to And I want to show my kid that I didn't graduate from college and like, look what mom can do. Like I maybe didn't get the best education. Like I went to high school, obviously I graduated from high school. I went to trade school for hair hated it I did one year of college I hated it but like I never gave up and I still pursued a career and I was able to that's amazing so it's just and it's inspiring because like you know what 
you can do it anyone can do it if you set your mind to something and i know you're like super work motivate you're just like a motivated person in my eyes like you really are and i feel like i i hope that someone is listening out there and is like holy shit like i want it i want to do this like and i know that your job like you are you were interested in like you like like the marketing side of things and just like helping people i know that you like love helping people and i feel like if you it it's all about the balance like you were saying like you can be a mom and you can do all of these things like yes maybe some days you'll have to like sneak out of work early but as long as someone can accommodate you then the sky is the limit. Well, that's the key is and, finding employers who are yeah. flexible. And that's like one See, thing that's that a huge thing. we've learned, at least at our company throughout this whole experience, is like flexibility is yeah. absolute key because they never wanted any of us to work from home. They felt like more gets done in the office, which yeah. some cases may be true. For me, minus now where Olivia's a little more mobile, it's there. So when I'm bored, I go work on it. Right. So I get a lot done being able to VPN in from home. Yes. A lot done. Sometimes more than I should. (laughs) It's okay. They don't mind. That's awesome. And I loved when you said, like, finding an employer that, like, accommodates you and wants to, like, make your, you know, your outside goals or, you know, that your activities or hobbies that you enjoy. I loved that you said that, like, because it's so true. And I feel like, like, something that I love doing is obviously this podcast my work doesn't even really know about it right now. I haven't really told them because I'm a little hesitant of just like expressing that and then being like, you have a sex pod. But it's not all just sex, obviously. Like I just want to talk about lifestyle stuff. But I haven't really expressed that and it's kind of been a struggle because I want to tell them, but I don't know how to kind of thing. So I feel like if they knew, like they would just be, you know, like they'd be proud of me and they'd like be excited and ask about it. And I'm sure that they would be completely fine with it, but it is really important to just like have your employer just like understand you. And I feel like really strongly about that because I've been in positions where it's like, they don't give a shit about you. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you were saying you're just another another number. And I feel like it's, it's so nice that like I have some coworkers that have children and they're like super accommodating, like whatever they need to do, like, you know, if your kid is sick or, you know, you need to go pick up your kid in the middle of the morning and it might be inconvenient, but it's like, you know what? You have to do what you have to do. My dad recently ended up, um, he was, had like this thing on his arm. They didn't know what was going on. And then things got kind of scary, kind of quick, not knowing. It was just like the unknown of stuff. And their first thing out of their mouths was family first. Don't worry about a thing here. And it's to have an employer who understands that. And again, you know, restaurant, I love the restaurant industry. I feel for the restaurant industry, especially right now, because they're all so short-staffed and people are just crazy and mean right now. But it's harder in a restaurant because you only have so many people that can do certain positions. There's not as much cross-training in that type of world as there is in a 9-to-5 world, I think. So Mm -hmm. I do feel for the moms and the dads in the restaurant industry because, you know, when Adriana was sick, I only had, you know, two or three people I could call like, hey, she's sick, can you run the restaurant for me so mm-hmm. you have to get creative i mean yeah. there's a couple times i'm not necessarily proud of it but she was in a pack and play in the office because i couldn't find yeah. anybody to run the shift mm-hmm. 
And so, you know, people would take turns going in the office and, like, checking on her yeah. and making sure she was okay. I mean, but you made it work, yeah. you know? You have to get creative, but yeah. you have to value your own goals. And I think mm-hmm. that the sad thing that I've realized over the years is a lot of, not necessarily, like, my friends now, because I feel like I have, like, a great group of, like, strong mom friends. Like, yes. they're all super, like, empowering women who just, like, kind of, like, go for gold. But a, a lot of acquaintances who have just kind of, said you know my dreams don't matter anymore and that's not true like you need to be fulfilled whether it's personally professionally like there's got to be some sort of personal fulfillment outside of loving raising your kids yeah and being a wife because that can be burnt you can get very burned out i know some of my friends and acquaintances they get burned out because that's all they're doing is they're staying at home with their kids day in day out they don't get to go out or you know go to the office for even if it's part-time, like, mm-hmm. they don't get to have that, like, satisfaction of, you know, okay, I'm gonna, you know, go to the office, or I'm going to, you know, I don't know, go to the gym or something. Like, they need to, like, be fulfilled exactly in, in multiple ways in their mm-hmm. life, not just being a mom. Yeah. And I think a lot of people in this world think that that's all that, you know, once I'm a parent, that's all I can do. Yeah. And like you were saying, I think it's about balance and... and you know, Ryan made a comment the other day and I like laugh because, you know, I struggled a little bit with postpartum depression after having Olivia this go around. I think some of it was, you know, we were still stuck in the house because of COVID. Right. I still was working from home and I wasn't in the office. So it was like, I couldn't, not that I wanted to escape her because I love her and she's again, she's so easy, but there was no escape. Yes. There was no, you know, she's breastfed child. So there was only so much Ryan could do. Exactly. There's still, you know, a seven-year-old little girl who was adapting to having, not being my only baby. Right. So that, and it was just, it was hard. And I've just felt like I couldn't do anything. And I was having such a hard time. And he like laughs now because as COVID is, you know, really slowed down, you know, people are not wearing masks or vaccinated or whatever. Right. There's some sense of normalcy again. And like, he was like, you know, I can't wait to have you fully back because it's, you know, oh, it's a process and, you know, yeah. you have to remember to love yourself and you go with your body goes through all these crazy things in nine months and, you know, you expect your body to bounce back right away and it doesn't, but mm-hmm. especially like your, the mental game of it all, like it doesn't bounce right back and it takes time. And so now that, you know, we can go do more things, he's seeing, you know, that I'm coming more and more to being myself again and it's yeah. important to talk about if you're you know have postpartum or even depression from COVID or whatever it is because it's okay it's fine doesn't mean you're weak like you're going through something and you're supposed to continuously grow and learn as a person so coming to terms with those things and being honest and transparent about it yeah and and, and sharing how you feel and like so I told him the other day I said listen Mondays is your day like you work from home like I'm going to the office like I need that Yes. This Monday was my first Monday, and I was like a kid on Christmas. I was so Aww. freaking excited. I was like, "Oh my god, I get I to see that. people!" And I think it's it's awesome that you you know you felt these things and you expressed how you felt, and you're like, "Hey, listen, this is what I need," or or you know whatever the case may be, and just knowing like you know this is what I need to make myself feel better, or you know mm-hmm. I need to go out or you know go for a drive. I know some of my girlfriends do that all the time. Like they're a new mom and they're like they've been home with the kids all day. They're like. I just need to go for a ride yeah. for like 20 minutes. Even, I don't care. Even you know? a shower. Like shower. a shower without See? hearing, mom, I'm hungry. <laughs> you literally just passed your stepdad in the kitchen who's making grilled cheese. Right. Ask him for food. Like, right, right. I'm taking a shower. Or my favorite, going to the bathroom, door flies open. I'm like, <laughs> what? You're seven. What do you need? 
that, yeah, that's... See, I'm not a mommy, so I don't understand those things. But I, one day, lock you know... Lock the door. Lock the door. Lock the door. So what would you say is like, besides, you know, what you've just expressed, what would you say is like advice to like a new parent going through any of these struggles? Take a lot of pictures because they grow up very fast. Mm-hmm. I'm what Tyler would call an oversharer. I really love documenting things <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> um, and to take a ton of pictures and be proud of the small human that you're raising. Be yeah. proud of what your body can do because mm-hmm. they sure as hell can't do it as men. Right. And it's crazy to think yeah. that like your body does this for nine months and then you know it takes time for your body to bounce back and all that but like be patient with yourself be kind yeah. to yourself you know i joke about like oh you know with adrian i like be kind like we use kind words and then i never really listened to my own advice until recently i'm like using kind words to myself uh-huh. and like you know remembering like your, your body did all this in nine months like you can't be back to pre-pregnancy weight you know day after having her like at least mm. give yourself nine months if not longer like right right be patient and be kind but the I biggest thing is you deserve to be fulfilled whether you want it to be professionally whether you want it to be personally whether you want it to be you know health related like you deserve to be happy and your happiness is what's going to help fill your kid's bucket. Because growing up in a home where your parents aren't always happy, the kids feel that. They oh, vibe yeah. off of it. They hold it in. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of like absorb it. And it just becomes okay to them to not always be happy and to not put themselves first. Right. And like you, you have to remember that you matter and to take the extra time for yourself. I love that. That's important too, taking time for yourself. Away from the fam. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sammy, that was very inspiring. And I really appreciate you being vulnerable and just sharing your story. Because I think a lot of people out there will really be able to relate to you and, and take your advice. Because you have been through all of this. And just, I don't know, I just really appreciate you just being vulnerable. So excited you had me. This is fun. I was, was a little so nervous. but It's okay. I feel like it went all right. It, it's, it, it went very perfectly. So now, last segment is a game. I have a game for you. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. All right. It's very easy. It's just this or that. So you get to just choose one thing or the other. Okay. Ooh, all right. So the first one is, would you rather have hard ice cream or soft serve? Hard ice cream. Hard ice cream. Easy. Veggies or fruit? Veggies. Veggies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do I do I get like ranch dressing to dip it in? Yeah. Or like hummus totally. or something? Yep. Okay. I'm like a condiment person. Okay. Me too. Perfect. Okay. Pizza or pasta? Oh, pizza. 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 I knew you liked both, but I was like, oh. No, this this is a pizza life. <laughs> um, pie or cake? Cake. Cake. Still neither. I still pick ice cream, but if I have to pick, I pick cake. Cake. Okay. Would you rather online shop or in-person shop? Depends on what I'm shopping for. I hate trying on clothes in a dressing room. The lighting sucks. Their mirrors are not very nice. So it's yes. real hard to be kind to yourself in that type of lighting. Yes, I agree. I like if it's clothes, I like to do it online so I can be in the comfort of my own home. That's true. If it's stuff for the house, like decorations, I send me to Home Goods, send me to TJ Maxx all day long. Yes, girl after my own heart. All right. Would you rather have a personal housekeeper or a personal massage therapist? Can I have both? 
<laughs> I, I'll go with the I'll go with the house cleaner because Ryan massages my back every night before bed. Oh well, shit. That was You're part in... of our vows, and I held him to it. Like every night, no I'm like, way. can you feel my back? That's amazing. I need that. I need time to give me a massage, like ASAP. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have the ability to read minds or the ability to fly? Fly. Fly. I don't want to know what people think of me because I don't care. <laughs> True. And if I did hear what they would think, like, I don't know if it would just make me angry all the time. Yeah. Or if I'd be excited and... I No, I'd rather fly. Fly. Okay. Soar over all the haters. <laughs> right? Would you rather create a new language or create a new holiday? New holiday. Let's party. I'm all about it. <laughs> what would it be? What would the holiday be? <sighs> Sammy's day? No. <laughs> be like mom's well there's mother's day but there's not like you have to you're stuck with your family on that day and like yeah. i'm sorry but like mother's day not that again i love my husband i love my children a day to I yourself be by myself yeah let me go party with my friends <laughs> so like girls day out that's what the day is going to be called oh, girls day out i like that okay that's a good one we should make that holiday amen would you rather go without coffee for one year or go without internet for one year this is a tough one. Can I substitute with a different type of caffeine? Sure. I'll go without coffee. Why? What would you like? Soda or? I have sticks by Arbon. They're great. Oh. It's like a natural caffeine. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. And they have fun flavors. Right now, I have pineapple. Delightful. Yum! I love pineapple. All right. Would you rather go on a dinner date or an activity date? Oh, food's the way to my heart. Man. <laughs> can it be activity and food? I mean, if you had to pick one or can the other. Can you give me an activity example? So, like, I don't know, like bowling or I pick the food. a walking. I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah. I pick food. Yeah, I just like probably. food. Would you rather direct a movie or would you rather design a new toy? Like a kid's, or any toy. Kids toy, I don't know, adult um, thing. I would design a toy. I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah. Would you rather live without movies or live without music? Without movies. Movies, okay. I relate music. to music on yep. like I love lyrics. Ryan, Part of Ryan's vows were country song lyrics because like that's the way to my soul is love country it. music. So yeah, music. I need that in my life. Um, roses or daisies? Neither. I hate flowers. Oh, Again, don't spend really? $80 on a flower arrangement. Buy me chicken nuggets. I was going to just say like, buy some buy food. Buy me food. Wow. Like, I, yeah, no, Ryan has learned maybe the hard way. Just Sorry, like buying you flowers. To not buy me like... Like, hanging plants either. He bought me hanging plants for one Mother's Day. And I was like, I literally hate plants. I hate flowers. I have to keep two people alive as it is. Like, I ain't no, got time. I don't got time for flowers no. or nope. or plants. He means well, but nope. That's I'd so rather annoying. have food. Pool or the beach? I know that might be a beach, hard one. Beach, by myself or with friends, pool with kids. That's a good answer. Sam gets in crazy places on little kids. Yeah. The mouths, nostrils, ears. Oh, it's like... That like makes me cringe yeah. just to think about it. Would you rather live in Hawaii or Europe? Because I think both would be really cool, in my opinion. I'm going to go with Europe. Europe. Because... Been to Hawaii once, and it was beautiful, and it was amazing. The prices are very inflated. True. But I think a nice cultural piece, and like 
to appreciate another country's lifestyle would be really good experience. Yeah, it would be eye-opening for sure. All right, this one might be a tough one. Okay. Um, would, if you could only have it for the rest of your life, would you rather have manicures or pedicures if you had to choose one? Pedicures. Pedicures. Feet get gross, man. Like, <laughs> That's so And true. my feet are super ticklish. So, like, I can't do, like, the stone stuff to myself. It, oh, like, I stresses me out. And, like, they just do a better job. And they massage your feet. And it feels so... I literally, like, sit back in the chair and I close my eyes. I probably look like a freak every time I get a pedicure, but I don't care. Yeah, no. I, I would love told, it. I would do pedicures. Pedicures. Okay. And they're more expensive, too. They are. Because they're just... They, like... And it's more than just your feet. Like, they the exfoliate your legs. They rub your calves. Like, yeah, no. I Petties. Okay. All right. Last one. Would you rather live under sea or in the space? Or in space? And you could obviously live underwater like a fish. <laughs> I pick underwater. Okay. Let me be a mermaid. <laughs> like a real live mermaid. Yeah, I let mean, me it, just be a mermaid. It would be pretty amazing. Well, that was so much fun. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Thank you for joining My Naked Mindset. I can't wait to have you again. And thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share any feedback or topics that you'd like to hear in the future. And follow me at My Naked Mindset on all of your podcast platforms. And thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.